This episode brought to you by the following patrons. Cody, Boezy, Jeremy, Ali, Shining Donut 9 on 1, Nathan, Jennifer with a PH, Libby, Wes, Dreskel, Kaylee, Aaron, Danielle, the number Jeff, Amy, Tia, Dave, Jonathan, Scott, Kate, Isaac, and Karun. And all the patrons want you to know that you are loved, you are listened to, and you're a valuable member of this awesome Horror Virgin community. And if you want to hang out with all of us, do so in the Facebook group or Discord servers where we hang out legit daily. Jaws 3, the best Jaws. No, this is a terrible Jaws. (laughs) What? Paige, I'm going to respectfully dis-a-fucking-gree with you. Jaws 2 is a derivative piece of shit sequel. It is the worst Jaws sequel. Jaws 3 and Revenge are better than Jaws 2. No, first of all, 4 is definitely the worst, but this is a close second. I will say, Jaws 3D saved the franchise for a man. 100%. (laughs) 100%. So, headcanon. Shamu must have just murdered someone at the park. Because for an executive to be like, a Jaws movie at SeaWorld where they kill visitors and the staff and they break loose and kill everyone, put our name all on it. I just thought it was wild that Jonah had a grenade the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Biblical jokes. I want you to blow up that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to Horror Virgin. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your Horror Virgin Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, but you guys make me watch them. And this week, you guys made me watch Jaws 3D, which I will say, I do think this is my favorite Jaws. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, I like the first one, and then Jaws 3 is second place. Uh, This is not my favorite, although it was my first time seeing it. Also, I'm sorry, my voice still sounds bad. It's all right. I went through it too when I traveled a bunch that week. Remember when I came back and I had my voice, my voice was gone. Honestly, that plane just fucking thrashed my voice, yo. Yeah, it's all that recycled dry air, man. It really messes with you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, the first one's obviously my favorite. Yes, it's perfect. It's like a perfect film. Yeah. It is, it is a great, great movie. Uh, this not so much. This is barely a movie. Paige, if this movie was so bad, why would Jurassic World steal the whole plot? I mean, though. <laughs> like, the more I watched it, the more I was like, this is Jurassic World. Like, yeah. th- this fully is. Now, here's my thing, though. What's the one thing, like, if you think about all the stuff that you know about sharks, what's the one thing you know about sharks that they actually talk about in this movie? They can't swim backwards. Not that. The other thing. That's the only fact I know about sharks. They have to constantly swim or else they die. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's wild to me how often the shark in this movie is just chilling. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's just paper mache shark sitting around. (laughs) Well, okay, okay. Hear me out, everyone. As obviously the Jaws 3 apologist slash champion here. Okay, fine. The way they did the 3D effects <laughs> where, they, where they had to slow down the action, I think really hurts. I would like to see a modern day remake. That's not 3D. Jaws-assic world. I mean... <laughs> Jaws-assic world is like a porn, Mikey. Yeah, that is a porn. It's the uh, assic that you really put the emphasis on that made yeah, me but think with- that. With dollar signs instead of S. Oh, yeah, it's always dollar signs. <sighs> okay, I have to be very vulnerable with y'all about a very sensitive topic. Oh, no. Pornography. Oh, oh, oh okay. Do, Are, do you guys finally want to watch wood chopping videos with me? No! no that, you're a kind of pornography page! <laughs>
Every time someone posts wood chopping videos to the Facebook group, I just ignore so it. So many. I know. So many. And I get them all the time. I'm so glad I started it. <laughs> Y'all are going to have to tell me if this is too weird, but I, I have to process this. So last week, I was hanging out with my friend. You watch pornography with your friends, but you no. won't watch it with me? No, no, no. Do I need glasses for this? Should I bring the Shays Lounge? No. I was playing Xbox with my college friends. Okay. And I was drinking bourbon. You know, man shit, Paige. Man shit. (laughs) I'm going to get on my Oculus and watch a VR porn. Oh, no. I've heard rumors about this and I'm so curious. (laughs) Oh, no. And so... I was like, what is that? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Mikey has had his VR in storage since he played it so long he threw up. And he pulled it out of storage, <laughs> out of storage immediately today. when he found out you could watch porn on it, Paige. I guarantee you. Well, I'm proud of you, Mikey. Tell me how it was. Okay. I tried it. I hated, I hated it. Oh, no. Why? Because you don't. Okay. It's not like watching a movie. Okay. You are like the person. That's what virtual reality is. It's like a yeah. virtual reality. Yeah. It's it's too much. I did like a person. She comes into the room and like has a conversation with you as I'm like looking around the room. I'm like, oh, wait, you, you still have the- to talk. <laughs> I didn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> I like looked up. There's like a fan going. I'm like, oh, they got a fan up there. You can look at the whole room. You look down. You're like, oh, this is my new body. And you're like, damn, I don't need to spend any time in the gym. Right. You had, I had like an eight pack with like, you know, yeah, you know, cocaine's a hell of a drug. And then, uh, <laughs> but then, like, you know, there's like a convoluted plot, but you're like in the perspective of the dude. Were you under her sink, like fixing her pipes? <laughs> what plot was there? Mikey, why is there a plot? Were you delivering a pizza? This one was like a wedding. <laughs> you're at a wedding, and you're a like, wedding? <laughs> you're the groom. You're the groom at a wedding. You got virtually married to somebody. This was not pornography. You just got married. It does. The bridesmaid comes into the room where you're getting dressed. You cheated on the bride. How dare (laughs) you? How dare you, Michael Randolph? You're a fucking monster. It was too much. It's too much. (laughs) (laughs) Because it starts off with your best man, like talking it up. And then he's like, oh, I'll leave you guys to it. And then, like, you look down and, like, it's all going on. And I hated it. It was not an experience that I wanted. You hated it because they put backstory. Like, you (laughs) should feel guilty. You cheated on your wife with your best man's girlfriend, who was also the bridesmaid. Right. Uh, No. (laughs) But, like, looking down and you're seeing, like, another dude's dick, it's not a good feeling. It's a weird feeling. Wait, is it animated or is it live action? It's live action. So, like, oh, weird. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, you're in the perspective. It's like they put a a harness on a guy and you just get his first person view of everything. And he has it like 360. So you can like, she's like doing stuff and you can like look around and be like, oh, there's a plane going by the window. You can just like ignore her and she's like going down. Yes. (laughs) I I, honestly, I did it for like three seconds, like three minutes. And I was like, that's as long as you lasted, Mikey, three seconds. No, I did not even get, it just wasn't for me. I did not get aroused in any way. I was just like, this is... uh... I'm curious, but I know, I know they don't have that shit for straight ladies yet. Like, we're the last priority I on bet the porn they do, front. Page. I bet they do. I Paige. bet they do. And I'm not disagreeing with the fact that you would be the last subset to get 
like content created for you, but I bet they have a shitload. I'll never do it again. That's how much I actively disliked that. Well, can like I you borrow... need to borrow your Oculus. <laughs> yeah, can I borrow your Oculus for something completely unrelated? Not, not <laughs> this at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I would like. What are those movies where you like transfer your consciousness into another body or whatever? I'm sorry. Those movies? Did you just invent a movie type and then ask us to name it for you? It was like going into porn matrix and I hated it so much. I was like, Tank, I need an exit. <laughs> I, I'm, sti- I'm curious. I'm curious. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was too weird. It was just too weird. All right. Well, you guys want to get back into the movie? <laughs> I feel like the 3D in this movie looks like a paper pop-out greeting card. Like, that's the level of 3D that we're dealing with. And it made me laugh. Yep. Every single time. Paige, same. Because it's good. But no, the most at the end when the shark is very still, but just slowly moving into frame, and then it cuts on the reverse to everyone in the like control room, and they're just like, oh my God! <laughs> it's Hilarious. the best scene of the movie! Hilarious! Paige, it's it is. so fucking funny! I have not seen Louis, uh, Louis <laughs> Gothic Jr. <laughs> Like act that hard since Iron Eagle. Well, he does make a segregation joke in this, and I was like, "Ooh, I know he does." And he, his nephew, gets eaten in this movie, and he does not seem to care. No, well, but he does also not care. we don't we don't really find out how anyone feels because they like swim up and they're like, "They made it good." <laughs> I mean, we saw his nephew get eaten though. Like we know he didn't yeah. make it. Yeah, there's no, no resolution to the plot. There's a there's a climax, and then a, and, and then it ends. Well, that's what I mean by this is barely a movie. And it ends with some, like, Lisa Frank fever dream <laughs> Photoshop at the end. It I was terrible. It. <laughs> it was so terrible. I loved it. It was amazing. All right, I take it back. The more I talk about this movie, the more it holds up. Look, this movie is perfect. I don't know what you, I don't know what more to say. Everything you say adds to my case. Dennis Quaid <laughs> with dolphins swirling up Photoshopped 80s style. It is amazing. That's how you end a film. Was, uh, I, okay, the one one of the things that really bugged me that drove me nuts the whole time is the sound mix on this movie is terrible. Yeah. yeah, it's so bad that it's almost like people are mumbling through the whole movie. And I had to put subtitles on because I was like, I don't know what's going on. And there's a lot of things that happen in this movie that they're just like, yeah, yada 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 raft, yada yada coral, yada 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 yada, and then oh no, a shark, and you're just like, what has happened? For the last hour and a half, other than like people running around, <laughs> teens skiing, we see conservatively a full ski show in this movie yeah. in real time. This Hell movie is yes. 30 minutes of plot, an hour of SeaWorld commercial. Look, have you seen people water ski like that before? Yes. yes. Yeah, I grew up near I grew up near, I grew up near Marine World. Also, like that's in a lot of movies I'm sure like eight yeah. Bond movies have that shit in it it's also on the cover of that Go-Go's album yeah but like the other thing too so this is supposed to be in SeaWorld in San Diego I think it's Florida so here's the crazy thing I checked because I was like, is it Florida? That'd make more sense. So she talks about going to the Scripps Institute, which is in Claremont in San Diego, right near SeaWorld in San Diego. Oh, no, that's because he's going to Mexico. Yeah, so she would move there. Yeah, I did look it up. This does take place in a Florida marine park with a lot of tunnels and lagoons. That would have bothered me. So this is good. Because that was driving me bonkers. I was just like, 
what the fuck is this? Like my whole thing is why even have the Brody brothers be in it? It's so such a great artistic choice to bring the the two brothers for no reason. They never no even reason. talk about the events of Jaws one or two. They do. They only they, very briefly. But they allude one. to it a bit. I, I don't like to swim. Oh, because of the sharks back in Amity. <laughs> and then they never talk about it again. I can't wait to see Dennis Quaid and his brother reprise their roles in Jaws 4, The Revenge. Oh, oh Jaws 4 is bonkers. Dennis Quaid is not in Jaws 4. No, he's not in Jaws 4. Is it like a whole different cast of characters? Like nobody's the same? The mom comes back. Oh, okay. Right. And the shark, the original shark comes to get revenge. I'm sorry. The original shark from the original <laughs> Jaws that was blown the fuck up with a scuba tank? Yes. The, the, jo- the shark from Jaws 2, I think, is the one that comes to get revenge. How did they know it's the same Jaws? I don't know. Do you hear about that elephant? Yeah, he comes back. I, I mean, I've never seen okay. it. So, y- Here, you know. I'm going to lay out the case of why this is a great movie. One, okay. it entertains you from minute one to minute 90. Yeah. Okay, I was not entertained about minute until about minute twenty, but sure, okay. They had to give in some backstory. You have to go around the park like Jurassic World and be like, <laughs> <laughs> that literally is we Chilean sea bass. We spared no expense. Uh, <laughs> the absurdity that is, they created an underwater observing thing that has the features of a haunted house. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. An underwater haunted sea park sounds terrible to me, but I bet people would love terrible. it. With one section being like, this is based off Jonah and the Whale. <laughs> Historically, it's the history history story of Jonah and the whale and I was like history like wait hey as a believer okay cool but like I don't think like normally we would just be like that's a bible story please let me explain to you briefly what a parable is it was super (laughs) scary for Jonah when the eels popped out of inside the whale at him you hear that those are the shrieking eels (laughs) so there's that there's fucking (laughs) Leah Thompson's first movie. It is Leah Thompson's first movie. She's hot. Dennis Quaid's super hot. Dennis Quaid is a good looking dude in this movie. He's great. You you get really bad boundaries for a supervisor throughout the film. I don't know, man. I just think it was great top to bottom. No notes. I, I mean, like the Hunter character. Perfect. No notes. He's eaten alive in one gulp. And it's amazing. He's not a hunter, though. This. okay. this blew my mind. He is a wildlife photographer, not a yeah, hunter. But back in the 80s, a photographer was just someone who like took pictures before he killed the animals. I mean, maybe, but also can you, he shows up in a limo and they announce his arrival as if he's a celebrity. Like Jacques Cousteau. Jacques Cousteau was an actual marine biologist. We don't know the guy's credentials. He literally tells us his credentials. He is a wildlife photographer. Look, Paige. You cannot pay attention to the dialogue in the film. Okay? <laughs> Why are you Obviously getting bogged down? Obviously, because the sound this? was mixed so also, badly. My favorite character is his like Alfred character, his butler who just does his explosions. <laughs> yes, yeah. what is that guy? Who, is, who only calls him Governor? Go- Go- yeah, Governor. Look, don't make fun of Water Batman. <laughs> Actually, I thought Water Batman was one of the most attractive guys in the movie. He definitely was, Paige, yeah. And they didn't go for the cliche romance triangle between Dennis Quaid, his girlfriend, and him. No. It was was Dennis Quaid, the shark, and that guy. Uh (laughs) Really, the only question was, was she going to go with him to Mexico? Yeah. And ultimately, no, she's going to San Diego, and he's going to Mexico. Venezuela. (laughs) 
Venezuela. I think they both go to Venezuela. They both oh, go yeah. to she, Venezuela. I thought she was fucked. So he goes to Venezuela and she was talking about moving to San Diego. That's real far. Yeah, yeah, it's real far. Yeah, she was just going to go Why on with her move life. They're, if you're going to still be thousands of miles away. They, they were talking about breaking up. Yeah, and they choose not to. And then to. after killing a shark together, they're like, baby, I love you. Let's yeah, we've got forever. bonds that only shark killing can. We got to take our raptors dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shark, stop! <laughs> Sorry, I just did a Chris Pratt impression <laughs> that no one can see. Holy I thought it was great, though. That shit. was very funny. God, I got to be honest with you. I think a new Jurassic Park <sighs> came out recently, and I could not be bothered to watch it. it like it did come out. I've I've I heard it's terrible. I saw I saw it. Was it bad? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I I enjoyed oh, my time right. with it. Okay, it's very medium praise from someone who loves <laughs> movies like that. So I'm not super excited to see it. But <laughs> well, and movies like this. So take True. it with a grain of sea salt. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, my favorite part of the new Jurassic Park movie is they have like random cutaways because you know they're in the world now or whatever i mean spoilers so like, for the new jurassic park so it's in the trailer where like the dinosaurs are in they're in the world yeah because they got out at the end of the last yeah, i don't know movie, i haven't yeah. paid attention since anyway, every 20 minutes they cut away to like random people getting murdered by dinosaurs and those were the best scenes okay so are dinosaurs kind of like zombies now i've always said that jurassic park is a zombie movie with dinosaurs instead of zombies i mean i kind of i guess i, I know because it's, it's kind of like maybe if like all the species that we killed didn't get killed and started killing us that would be kind of what it's like because i'm like how can the triceratops live if we can't keep elephants or rhinos alive well, that's because elephants and rhinos don't have amber and dino <laughs> DNA. Who's Amber? Is she a stripper? <laughs> she was the girl in, in that virtual porn you watched the other night. I was like, I don't want to get married. But you didn't bother to learn her I name. Like, I don't want to be in this situation. I want to get married. <laughs> I bet there's one I where you can just this. get married to somebody. Get me out of here. I need an exit. Tank, get me out. I mean, th this movie is bad on a crazy level. <laughs> but it's like in a fun way. It's very fun. It's not as fun as like a Nightmare 2. You no. Know? And it's not, it's not like as good as a Deep Blue Sea. No, yeah, it's better than Deep Blue, Blue Sea. My heart is like a shark fin. Yeah. Who are you going to trust? First of all, <laughs> this movie does not have an LL Cool J music video that goes along with it. Secondly, it doesn't have the best movie death of all time. R.I.P. Samuel L. Jackson. Hell like, yeah. You can't compare no. this to this Deep movie, Blue Sea. And his parrot. Deep Blue Sea rips this movie off. It's the <laughs> I can't. Mikey. I'm sorry. This is the only Jaws that sets <laughs> up a proper motivation for the Jaws being mad at people. Yes, because they kill its baby. Which is one of my favorite scenes. Why? Because it just slowly turns over? Because they just put a shark in like a baby pool and we're like, <laughs> yes. I can't see how this didn't work. Yeah, they're like, what happened? And then they're like, they're like, maybe if we just flip it over and push it, it'll come back to life. <laughs> that was very funny. They were like, get a hose in here. I was like, it doesn't need hose. It needs like oxygenated water so it can <laughs> breathe it through its gills, hose. you idiots. Yeah. You're a doctor, ma'am. Maybe it needed hose in different areas. Area in different codes, yeah. area codes. Mikey, this is definitely the Jaws franchise, Deep Star 6. I don't know which one we watched and didn't watch from that one time. <laughs> it's We watched Deep Star 6, Mikey. What did I want to watch? I don't remember. I don't know. I can't. I'm not in your brain. Oh, do you mean Horror Virgin's least listened to episode? Is it still the least? Deep Star 6. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the wrong movie. It was supposed to be the other one. <laughs> Mikey was like so jazzed to pick this movie. And then he realized 
like 10 minutes into the movie, he picked the wrong movie. And we had already recorded everything and like done the art. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. So we powered through a dog shit movie. <laughs> the episode's <laughs> good, though. I, I did enjoy the episode because it was funny. I was entertained by the film. Yes, but much the same way I was entertained by this. Like, this movie is not scary at all. The shark is not at all scary. The shark looks like fiberglass. Well, it's because you didn't have the 3D at home when you watched it. No, I didn't, because I, like a peasant, don't have a 3D TV. Who does? Yeah, I mean, I guess you can watch it on your fucking Oculus or some shit. <laughs> oh, I bet you can watch Jaws 3D in the Oculus. I don't know why you didn't. You seem to watch everything else in your Oculus, Mikey. So fucking dumb. <laughs> dumb. Uh, I did like how in the print of the film that I watched uh, because it was old 3D the like red and blue yeah there were times where people just had kind of a blue tinge to yep. them yeah this movie was a fun kind of terrible but do you guys want to go through it scene by scene and talk about it sure let's do it all right we open on credits underwater and a sunfish just gets bit in half <laughs> and it just slowly floats toward the screen for way too long <laughs> so long the everything 3D in this is like so slow yeah so it's like every once in a while you just take a long break while something just kind of floats and you're just like i guess this would have been cool but it wasn't but it wasn't it was cool like when they show this uh i think they call him oscar the skeleton that's actually in the wreck yeah. it's when they show that and it just like zooms in on his arm yes. or whatever it's, it's like 30 seconds we're like i was so scared oh so i'm sure scared. i'm sure mikey because even in the movie it's posited as a like plaster skeleton wow yeah someone does need to recut this and take out the long lingering 3d shots and that way this movie becomes 66 minutes or a simpler <laughs> edit with equal amount of enjoyment just put the jeopardy theme song over every 3d oh, portion yes i'm into it or the jaws theme song which is not used much in this jaws film <laughs> Da-da. I think it's literally used once, which they already paid for it with the original Jaws. That should be all over every sequel, but it was in this movie for like two seconds. Yeah. Well, it's good to know that SeaWorld's treatment of their employees has not changed over the years. Oh. <laughs> so we cut to water skiers forming a pyramid, and they're practicing for the opening of SeaWorld. And they do. Never seen it before. It's beautiful. And they do call it SeaWorld, which I think is yes. really interesting. Oh, like, it's, they've got the logos and everything. The logos and everything. Like, this is set at SeaWorld. Shamu is in the movie. Yeah, Shamu is in the movie. Wait, we got to take a timeout. Here's what I wanted to happen uh-huh. Shamu versus Jaws. In the oh, of course. Orca versus shark. Let's go. Yes. Like, it's right there. Why didn't they do it? You think they like pitched it and then like, SeaWorld shot it down? I bet SeaWorld shot it down because they don't want people to think that Shamu was violent. Cut to right. 30 years later that? in the documentary <laughs> Blackfish comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the worst part of the Blackfish documentary is that it doesn't mention Jaws 3 at all. No, it doesn't. Well, it's not called Silverfish or whatever that you would call that. I just need to know Jaws 3's place and you know Shamu's story. Yeah, yeah. Was it on the come up? Was it in the dark drug years? Was it after he (laughs) left his first family and decided to become a country star? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Paige, he was, was like forced his... to leave his family to set up other franchises for SeaWorld. Yeah, potentially. Or, you know, he was like, I'm going to be Chris Gaines. And they're like, but you're Shamu. Uh. Just like they tried to do to Dennis Quaid. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, we'll talk about Dennis Quaid and fun facts. Are Sea Worlds even still open? Yeah, I yes. mean, San Diego Sea World is still open. Okay, they've rebranded. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's a conservationist kind of thing, but also with roller coasters. There's four of them. There's a San Diego, Orlando, San Antonio, and. Abu Dhabi. Oh, nice. Yeah. I know that the one in San Diego is still around because it's the source of one of the biggest bombs I ever had oh, as no. a comedian. <laughs> Did you perform at SeaWorld San Diego? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I'm a chubby girl and I got a good sense of humor about it, but some people really don't. And, uh, oh, did you make a fat joke and people like tightened up on you? Well, see, here's the thing, because, okay, it was at a BBW convention and I was like, if anyone's going to appreciate some fun at our own expense, <laughs> it's these people. And I was so wrong uh, because <laughs> I, well, first of all, uh, it was the whole convention was a lot of dudes who just wanted to sleep with chubby girls yeah and it was on halloween and i was dressed as chubby elvira and so i was off to a bad start to begin with because no one was interested in anything i had to say no they just were waiting for me to get off stage to try and like can i buy you a drink and it's like please leave me alone so i started and i was like wow it's so cool that they have this in san diego with the rooms and the banquet and everything but like Damn, you couldn't even get us tickets to SeaWorld? That's our people. <laughs> no one laughed at it. <laughs> Nobody did. I, I like, hate when you make like a banger joke and you're like, I know objectively. Silence. This joke is hilarious. Silence. You people are beneath me. I was like, I'm come on. Like, no. Yeah, they were not having it. There have been many roast battle SeaWorld jokes at my expense, but that one did not go in my favor. So. And you made it. I know. I can't tell you how many times people have made jokes about me rejoining my pod in the bay, but like that one, nope. Chilling with my pod in the bay. They're like, Paige is from the bay, and someday her whale pod will find her again. (laughs) it's, uh, It's happened like four or five times, but no. Anyway, I am here for Shamu taking on the Great White as long as it's scored to the theme from Free Willy. Absolutely, Paige. Well, that's, that's Shamu's theme versus Jaws' theme. It inter- it goes back and forth, you know? Okay, okay, hear me out. Okay. Jaws eats the kid from, from Free Willy in the movie. <laughs> and this Free is Willy payback? Jumps o- no, Free Willy jumps over the kid's Willy like, versus oh, Jaws. with the hand. And then Jaws jumps after and just like... <laughs> and then the kid's legs are just left standing there. Like Jaws just takes his whole torso. I love this. I like... We should write movies. We should write movies. We would make such good movies. I don't, I don't think, think good. I think very true. fun to watch, but definitely not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like they would be the same like level as... And I've not seen this movie, so this is a wild take. But like as good as The Meg. Yeah, the Meg the was Meg. pretty hilariously bad. The Meg was very bad. So that's what I mean. Like it would be like that level. But it had Jason Statham in it. So Oh, you don't you think know. we could get the Stath? Come on. Oh, I hope we can. <laughs> we, got, we can't actually hire him. HR won't let us. Yeah, HR for his <laughs> it's safety. It's a liability, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Paige is not allowed on the set when Stath is there. Crank isn't a horror movie, is it? I just want to watch no, Crank No, Crank now. is not a horror movie. <laughs> Anyway, water skiers. Yes. They're all skiing for way too long. Oh, yeah. We're back in this movie. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the credits and you're skiing through them. Yep. Skiing through the credits. Uh, Then we kind of get, again, like Mikey said earlier, like a tour of SeaWorld. So it's like about to open. There's people training as tour guides. There's like an announcement about it being the largest marine park. Louis Gossett Jr. is Elon Musk building an underwater base for SeaWorld. Talking about the undersea kingdom. But here's the other thing. Okay, hear me out. They 
mentioned they're like let's not talk about his colorful past but then we never find out what it is and he's definitely like mr hammond with jurassic park like where he's just like rich and has too much money everyone has elaborate backstories in this movie you can tell this and they never go into any character's backstory my backstory my headcanon for his backstory was that he was the previous owner of Action Park. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. I love Action Park. Well, I never went there, obviously, but I watched that doc and I love that doc. Man. <laughs> it's, it's so, so amazing. crazy. It is. But that would make sense because the owner of Action Park was legit insane. <laughs> yeah. And, and was just like he was like a con man and just like scamming people out of money and then just creating the weirdest, craziest, most dangerous attractions his mind could dream up. Yeah. And that's basically this guy. But fish so like <laughs> i yeah 100 i did think it was wild that it cost 34 million dollars in the 80s to build this park because that <laughs> is that is literally 99.7 million dollars <laughs> this park cost a hundred million dollars to make I, I am fine with that if they went more with like it's so underwater it's like an underwater research base because that's what they say it is is an underwater research base it's not research it's just entertainment right no they say it's a research base but then they have like Jonah and the Whale haunted house on the west <laughs> yeah, end the history of <laughs> Jonah and the Whale and the haunted what house. kind of research are they doing how much people will pay for a haunted underwater sea park yeah and you yeah. know what fruitful research yeah um, apparently <laughs> I think they're trying to make it sound like it's like a conservationist thing because like that's the whole conversation she has with the photographer at one point of like, why did you hit that like whaler? Like, why did you like distract him? And he was like, well, he was in the way of my shot. And like, so he has a, a real bullshit reason, but it sounds like she's really cares about the animals, I guess. And she's the head of marine biology for SeaWorld. Oh, and but he's instantly a dick to her, though, because she walks over when like he introduces himself. He's like, she mm-hmm. she goes, can I help you? And he's like, I doubt it. And she's like, I'm a doctor. And he goes, oh, excuse me. Like he yeah. immediately like sees a woman who's like hot. Right. And like, oh, right. Well, she clearly is like the help here. Right. And not like a doctor. I was like, wow, this guy's a douche. Right. He is. He's a sexist douche with a butler. (laughs) Honestly, if that's what it takes to get a butler, I'll be a sexist douche, too. (laughs) I don't think it's worth it because a butler's not going to suck your dick unless it's like a very specific kind of butler. Like the one from the like the one from the Oculus. The Oculus. (laughs) I don't want to cheat on my future wife. I I don't know why it put me in that situation. (laughs) I mean, I love I love that what took you out of it was the story. Like you were like, it oh, felt like I'm cheating on my felt like my haunted house where I'm like, oh, I'm at my wedding. This is so exciting. Oh, my best man's here saying how great my relationship is and how much he loves me. And he's like, we'll see you in 20 minutes. And then he leaves and this girl comes in. I can't make any decisions. <laughs> I wanted to virtually walk down the aisle. Maybe, maybe say I do with her. I I bet that exists. Yeah, Mikey. Honestly, if you hadn't just finished and turned it off, had you played out the whole scene, you would have gotten married. Yeah, and then you, it probably would have brought. No, you probably would have brought her back, and she'd been like, "I always had a crush on my friend too." And then it would have been like a threesome or something. That's how porn usually works. Oh, but like. The virtual guy only sits down. Like, he can only sit. Oh, he's not reciprocating either. I don't like this. So wait, so he's just (laughs) sitting there and she's just doing everything? Yeah, because you're just sitting there. This isn't fun at all. This isn't the future I pictured. No. And I, I'm really worried mm. about what emotionally would happen if, if my future wife found out about that. Well, it's a good thing we're not recording this. <laughs> oh, you mean like in the plot line? I thought you meant like actual real life wife. 
<laughs> well, I mean, there's uh, evidence for both, I think. I, I thought you were like your your future wife's going to be listening to this and be like, huh, Mikey seems like he doesn't want me to have to do everything, but when we're actually having sex, I have to do everything. <laughs> Honestly, I, I would say... I think if your future wife is listening to this, she's like, I'm pretty sure he's not going to cheat with a bridesmaid. So check that <laughs> off the list, I guess. Paige, you're such an optimist. I love that. One about less you. thing I have to worry about. <laughs> it was just not for me. I want to try it out because it could have been like the next TikTok or whatever. But like, you know, I'm just not into it. I'm sorry. It could have been the next TikTok. <laughs> you know, technology. <laughs> I like that you think people are just like watching Oculus porn and just in a minute, I'm Anita, sentimental, man, a woman to pump me up. Like, I, I hope I, we can't even make these jokes because the other ones don't get in. Oh, no, I've dropped it all in already. Like 100 yeah. percent. It's going in yeah. immediately. Oh, no. That's, That's what, what that she said when says. she came yeah. in the room. <laughs> I said, oh, those are pretty bridesmaids dresses. She's probably brought me like a note that my future wife has written me before we walked down. The oh, my God. Why is she sitting me down? Um, <laughs> no, you sit down the whole time. It's like you're on a roller coaster of like events. <laughs> a sex coaster. I was like, is the catering nice? I mean, I don't know. Any of these. He's like, this is a great flower arrangement. Why are you taking your dress off? What is happening? Hey, hey, where's my wife? Somebody help me. These invitations were so expensive. Uh, I just can't stop picturing it with like TikTok audio now because I watch too much TikTok. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, back to this movie. Yeah, so it's a it's an evil lair lagoon for old timey Elon Musk. Old timey Louis Gossett Jr. is like forty in this movie. Yeah, but this movie is almost fifty years old. Oh well, yeah, but he's not old in the movie. He's like, you know, <laughs> he's young. How old is this movie? This movie came on eighty three. It's 39? okay, so it's like forty. Yeah, yeah, it's forty years old. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. There was just a lot of bright colors and stripes. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we see that they're trying to close one of the gates because the lagoon is man-made. It's the gate, Paige. There's not more than one gate. It's the gate to the outside ocean. Okay. The gate to the outside <laughs> ocean. Uh, and they're trying to close it. And they're, they're saying that the gate's off the track. They can't quite get it closed. Yeah. So Dennis Quaid gives them basically directions to like, make sure you close it before you leave tonight. No overtime. Meanwhile, Mr. Philip Fitzroyce, who is the water photographer, the wildlife photographer, shows up in a giant limo and he's canoodling with Louis Gossett Jr., a.k.a. old-timey Elon Musk. <laughs> Louis Gossett Jr. in this movie is younger than Elon Musk is now. I just want to point that out. I mean, that's fair. And also, Elon Musk is an idiot monster. Fight me, nerds. Yeah, but he is dumb enough to do this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I think he, this similarly ends the same way. <laughs> if he could make a Jurassic Park, he would. If he could just put up like a baby gate around some kaijus and call it a day, he would. He's dumb enough to do that. I mean, he definitely is. You're right. Anyway, uh, Dennis Quaid gets on the coolest jet ski I've ever seen. And jet skis across the lagoon. It's an old-timey jet ski. It's a 70s jet ski. It's not cool, Paige. Oh, my it's God, Todd. I'm so tired of your pessimism of this movie. I love this movie, Mikey. <laughs> First off, 
Dennis Quaid's job is he builds SeaWorld. That's a cool job. Yeah, he's like an engineer, but the, he does so many things around SeaWorld, but then also seems to like be sending people on break. And I was like, is he just a mid-level manager or a fucking engineer? Like, what is it? Half the time, that's how I work. I'm like, what am I doing? Yes, you can go on break. Also, what am, am I in charge? I don't know. <laughs> Where's my jet ski? In charge. <laughs> Uh, well, okay, so I guess I've only ever been on, I guess, like a wave wave runner or like a ski do where it's oh, like you sit yeah, down. No, the jet ski. Where, like, yeah, where you sit down. Yeah, you're on it. You're like moving up yeah. and down. Yeah. Because he's like standing on that jet ski and just like smooth like butter gliding across the lagoon to the other side. And mm. I mean, those are mm. jet skis. The mm. other ones are wave runners, technically. Okay, so I've only ever been on a wave runner. Yeah. Well, wave runners are a little more fun, but jet skis are cool too. I yeah. Listen, I love wave runners. I've actually never done a jet ski, so I don't know, but Honestly, wave runners are fun. Dennis Quaid gets all the best like aquatic vehicle scenes in this film. Yeah. Just full stop. Mikey was just end of <laughs> end of sentence. No, he gets the jet Agreed. ski, the submarine, the speedboat, and like his brother gets like the bumper boat. Yeah. I like bumper boats too, though. <laughs> that is true, Mikey. That's so funny. He does like rock out in the bumper boat, and his girlfriend gets her leg bit off, and then he goes with her to the hospital, and then he's out of the movie for the rest of the movie. <laughs> I yeah, he's only in this movie for three scenes, my dudes. Yeah. Three scenes. He's the younger brother. You don't need him more. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Rude, my man. I have some notes about the bumper boat scene. Why am I not at all surprised about that? Save them for when we get to it. We're all over the place. I have no idea where we are on the movie page. You've got to take control of the outline. Dennis Quaid got on a jet ski. <laughs> Dennis Quaid got on a jet ski. I know where we are. This is where he yells, no overtime. Yes. Oh, shit. I almost fell over. Which is such a a boss move like it really Todd, this is yeah. I, I don't want to alarm anyone that's the least amount of clothes i've ever seen you wear me yes. <laughs> yeah so yeah i backed away from the camera doing that i don't know i don't like you in short shorts and like a black tee because it just looks weird <laughs> you lied about not being hairy other places yeah that's not hairy. I'm not really that hairy of a guy. I, no, I have hairy feet. Mm-hmm. I have hairy legs. But my my back isn't that hairy, which is weird, right? Although I, I've learned from 23andMe, it's a Neanderthal thing. Look, I don't care what her name is. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about your personal If you name life. your daughter Neanderthal, you're doing life wrong, okay? It's just one of the extra characters in King Lear. Uh, so <laughs> Like a video game? Yeah. Yeah. King Lear, the video game, Mikey. That's absolutely right. Yeah. The video game. Uh, So he jet skis across the lagoon and we get a cut of one of the dolphins trying to get through one of the gates. And I just have in my notes probably to sexually assault somebody because you know how dolphins do. Yeah. Paige. Okay. So like I watched it with Natalie and she had no idea that dolphins are the only other mammal that like sexually assault other animals. And she was very like the only but one of very few. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Dolphins, humans, obviously are mammals that do that. Primates. Oh, I guess like like apes and monkeys. Yeah. 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 And they also murder. Yes, they do. So do all animals. No, n- they'll murder for like, like for fun. fun, like for the lulls. <laughs> for fun. Yeah, for the lulls. Uh, so do cats and shit. No, no, no. Cats hunt for food. Yeah, they bring you your mouse. Yeah, as as a gift because they're feeding you. But like dolphins, like hit baby seals between their fins and shits <sighs> for fun. I just... 
I think it's a myth. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna put it out there. A house divided. I knew Mikey would be in the not all dolphins camp. Quote, <laughs> quote. Infanticide is another unpleasant behavior seen in dolphins. It often gets translated into murder in the popular press, but obviously dolphins don't have any mens rea because they're dolphins. Right. So they don't get their period. No, it means they don't have. They don't have. Uh, they don't no, understand what they're doing. I know. Is I know. Prone. I know. And other animals will kill other animals' cubs to like establish dominance in an area. But dolphins will kill with blunt force trauma just for, like, fun. And it's, like, small dolphins, seals. It's, like, a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to this movie. Right. <laughs> so, anyway, they're training the dolphins. And Dennis Quaid rolls up, floats up. Anyway, he comes over because he's dating the dolphin trainer. Yeah. A.K.A. Dr. K, whatever her name is. She is the the head marine biologist for SeaWorld. Catherine Morgan is her name in the movie. Catherine Morgan? Morgan. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's Catherine Morgan. It's Dr. Catherine Morgan, not Captain. Yeah. She could be if she wanted to be. I'm just saying. I mean, yes, but she went a different path in life and she's a doctor, not a captain. Anyway, so she's riding one. uh, She's riding Shamu and rides Shamu over to Dennis Quaid. They kiss and they kind of like make plans to go out later that night. Yeah. And he lets her know that the photographer guy has arrived. Um, We cut over to the limo where he's getting out of the limo and he's like, I'm combining business with pleasure. (laughs) And he's like... (laughs) This movie's flawless. This movie just rolls along as if we all know what's happening and nobody knows what's happening. And so, I do. I know exactly what's happening. That man is here to mix business and pleasure. He just said it. Yeah. <laughs> he gets pleasure out of blowing up animals and photographizing them and selling those photographs. Photographizing. Somebody break down that word for me. Well, photo is the Greek <laughs> stem for light. And ising is the term to make a job out of it. Okay. We cut over to Dennis Quaid and uh, Kay, and they are now done with work, and they meet up with Dennis Quaid's brother, who has finished his term at college. Yes. I think. Yeah, because he's in. he went to Colorado for school. We right. find out a little bit later on from this scene, but like he wanted to get yeah. as far away from the ocean as possible, so he went to Colorado. Right. That's pretty in the middle. And just like a freshman at college, wherever they go, they become that person. So now he's a cowboy. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing that he didn't think about. Like he may be safe from giant sharks because he's not near water. Right. But what he's not safe from Bigfoots and Yetis. Damn right. Well, Bigfoots and Yetis didn't kill 19 people in front of him as a child. That you know of. <laughs> I do know it. They walk in single file to hide their numbers. <laughs> That's, That's why we don't know how many big feet there people. are. There was no Bigfoots in Amityville. It would have been on the billboard, spray painted. <laughs> or that guy would have drawn one on the chalkboard with a little kid in his mouth like the first oh Jaws. God. 14 Yetis go in the woods. 22 Yetis come out. When the Indianapolis sank, we were all in the water. The Bigfoot were all around us, eating us one by one. Holy shit, though. Did you listen to the last podcast on the left episode about the USS Indianapolis? That's fucking terrible. No, that whole story is true. Yeah, it is. Holy shit. There's pictures from it. They made a movie out of it starring Nicolas Cage. (laughs) We gotta get out. We gotta get to the Declaration of Independence. Uh (laughs) You mean Nicolas Shark Cage? They don't all hit, Mikey, and that's okay. <laughs> Just to close the loop on it, it's called USS Indianapolis Men of Courage, and he plays Captain McVeigh. Ooh. So we cut to the gate that they were supposed to close, and a diver goes down alone. By the way, without a tank. He's just holding his breath. Like a man. 
sure, uh, or a fool. Uh, and he's trying to... <laughs> you fool! You fool! Should have brought a tank. He's trying to lock the gate with just like one chain and a padlock underwater. Well, they're not expecting the world's biggest shark to come to town. That's true, but they should have. Yeah, honestly, they should have. That's their fault, and they deserve what they got. You gotta prepare for the worst. Hope for the best. Yeah. So he's trying to lock the the chain, and he already seems creeped out by underwater. He's like looking around, and he's like, whoa, no, and it's just fish. (laughs) I'm sorry, your creeped out face was amazing. I, I couldn't help uh-huh. but laugh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> all of this underwater, so all you're really hearing is... Except for later when somebody is like banging on the side of a camera and you can hear it and I'm like, it's underwater. <laughs> I love when anyone dives underwater, you hear a... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Crunch. It's so dumb. The, the best death, though, is Govna. Because he gets swallowed whole and then blood just appears like back where yes. his legs would be fully in Jaws's stomach. Yes. He went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> he was reenacting the historical story of Jonah. Jonah. Jonah and the shark. Anyway, he is trying to lock up the gate. He's freaked out at the fish and the shark just comes out of nowhere chomps him and then his 3d severed arm oh. slowly floats toward you dude and this kill looks terrible like it is very much just like a reaction shot of his face seeing jaws and then you see like a very quick fiberglass jaws with his mouth just open and then you see a mask spinning and his arm floating towards you for 30 seconds <laughs> yeah a very expressionless paper mache jaws just like which none of you can see, but she's nailing this Jaws impression. Like, nailing it. It's surprising that Jaws left the arm like that because he's a big fan of wings, you know? Is he? Who is it? Yeah, but only boneless. <laughs> Who isn't, Paige? What human isn't a fan of wings? So, of course, Jaws would love wings. Yeah, he had to go to Finstop on the way. I like that we're in a Jaws movie and we spent 20 minutes arguing how the dolphins are the villains. Mikey, we're in a Jaws movie and we spent 20 minutes talking about VR porn. Where what? you were the villain because you slept with the bridesmaid. I can't I believe I took my you cheated off. on your wife, Mikey. <laughs> I took my headset off and I said, never again. I will only play virtual poker so I can throw my cigars at people and duckies. Yes. Mikey, for reasons, I'm going to get a VR headset soon and I would love to play poker with you. It's fun. And by poker, I mean watch porn. No, I don't want to do that. I still think this is a double standard that neither of you will watch TikTok with me, but you'll watch porn with each other. Okay, fine. Well, I we see said how it no. Is. I said I see no. How it yeah, is. I also I, don't want to do that. <laughs> that was a joke. Fine. Oh. I have no desire to watch porn unless Mikey's in it. No. Cheating on his, his wife. wife. No. Yeah. My nightmare. I finally did it. I settled down. No, don't do this. <laughs> why, do, why don't you try it with a different one that's not wedding themed? Or did you know it was wedding themed going in? I do love the idea that Mikey is like, you know what I want? I want to get married one day. So I'm going to choose the <laughs> wedding porn video. And then it backfires on him. Oh. And you have to like pay for like It's like all new technology. You have to pay. So I had to like, pick a sample or whatever. And I picked that. And I was like, this is dumb. I hate all of this. You cheat bastard. You couldn't even pay money to cheat on your wife. I know. <laughs> anyway, we cut to the bar later that night after the shark bit that guy's arm off. <laughs> I want to talk about that game they're playing in a second, but go. Oh, you mean like push each other down at the bar game? It's so insane, right? Standoff. I've never heard of standoff. And they say it like it's a thing. Is that a thing? Look. 
pre-internet society is a weird thing. Um, I I don't remember it being an actual game. I remember doing stupid things like that at frat houses, though. Sure. And you're just drunk like, a bitch. you couldn't push me over. And I'm like, I got a low center for gravity. But it seems like a thing where you could just like go to any bar and like get in a standoff match with somebody just for drinks or whatever. Like winner buys right. drinks or, or loser buys drinks. I don't know. I was negative four years old. <laughs> so, yeah, same. I, I don't even know what the I know because... I uh, I like fun, burning a fun fact. I've actually seen a documentary about something kind of like this where a guy got so good at bar games like that that he took a truck all the way across the country with his son and then arm wrestled until he How became How dare you bring in the movie over the top? That movie is one of the best movies movies ever made. I can't believe you're talking shit about it. He has like a like a pulley weight system in his 18-wheeler so he can work out just his arm wrestling arm. And you won't watch Rocky. I don't know understand i only watch the good sylvester stallone movies it's like Ugh. objectively the best sylvester stallone it is. movies it is yes, i agree the over the top is the best no, sylvester stallone rocky. movie rocky is objectively the best does rocky work out with an 18 wheeler no sylvester stallone <laughs> does in over the top he also does this weird thing with his hat every time he starts an arm wrestling match we, we've got to like we've got to focus only aquatic talk this month Hello, no over the tops, no pornographies, underwater animals. <laughs> no over the tops, no pornographies, only underwater animals. Which, by the way, when we introduced that we were doing this movie, we called it Summer Horror, but are we fully committed to underwater horror? Yes, we're pivoting. Are there enough underwater horror at movies? There's so Shut many. Up, okay. <laughs> and you know what? They all take place in summer, so fuck everybody. It's true, they do. And when I watched this one, it was like, you may also want to watch, and it suggested what we're doing next. And I was like, damn straight, YouTube, damn straight. I was so happy when you guys were like, we could do that. I'm like, yes, we could do that. <laughs> we figured it out. Good meeting, everybody. Back, Back to, to the, the movie. movie. <laughs> they're at a bar, and their boss is talking to the girlfriend of the missing person arm. What? Well, that's because she's a waitress there. The girlfriend of the missing person arm. <laughs> that jumble of words. I'm glad you understood it because I was baffled. <laughs> Oddly enough, Paige, that is actually how that guy is billed in the credits. I was baffled. <laughs> By what he said. The man's name is Shelby. Yes. The character's name is Shelby. Shelby slash the missing person arm. I'm so tired of y'all infringing on Jaws's rights to bear arms. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. That arm didn't have a wetsuit on. I mean, it was a bear arm. He's right. <laughs> he is right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, his his girlfriend. Uh, yeah, she's a waitress at the bar that they're at and she's bringing them drinks. She's like, he didn't come home last night and he better not be sleeping with that girl with the souvenir sand, motherfucker. And you're just like, oh, damn. I think she literally says that little slut at the souvenir the little slut. Like, it's like Jesus. real specific it we're is. like are these real employees it's her whole backstory in one line where she's just oh, yeah. like i don't know what he's doing but he better not be that slut at the souvenir stand yeah like we immediately know that she's a waitress at this bar and she has been hurt before yes <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> anyway yeah. I, they kind of are like i like that even the people at the table are like jeez <laughs> like damn girl calm down carol or whatever her name was <laughs> So this is where 
the brother claims that he is the standoff champion of New England and the Western states, which I was just like, what? Which ones do you mean? <laughs> like, yeah, where did the where does that start? Because he's in Colorado. Right. Does that mean he like Colorado starts western states and then he moves completely west and yeah, owns I don't like know. New Mexico, Vegas? That's a state, right? Right. Uh, California, no, Nevada, Portland, California, Beirut, Port- Argentina. No. I don't. <laughs> Venezuela. Abu Dhabi. He's not the intercontinental <laughs> champion of standoff. But, but Mikey, if you keep going west of Eventually, it hit the east. I don't know. Japan. <laughs> <laughs> He's the continental U.S. champion of standoff, brother. Woo. Woo, brother. Oh, I'm going to make you lose your balance, brother. Oh, an 89-pound woman. Next up, I'm going to knock you over. <laughs> it's not a fair match between those two. That's all I'm saying. Well, he plays against Lee. It could be because if you have a low center of gravity, sometimes you can really just like plant. Well, and Leah Michelle does, and as like the Leah camera follows Leah Michelle, oh, <laughs> Leah shit. Thompson, not Leah Michelle. <laughs> Sorry, I literally watched the documentary about the Spring Awakening revival again today, so it's on my mind. <sighs> Can't believe Paige thinks you're farther down that line than me. No <laughs> one's gonna get that joke because we weren't recording that. But yes, I am gayer than you, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly just think we should not be allowed to talk to each other without recording it, because there's no way it's not gonna bleed into the. Podcast. Podcasts. I mean, no, because then we end up with the things that we had to cut out, which, by the way, I still, oh. Mikey, can I please write Minority Report misdemeanors as a sketch? I want to write it with you. I want to write it with you. I think I we can all ideas. like workshop it out in 30 minutes because and come I with like, feel, a, a good sketch well, for it. No, because I think you need to do it as literally TikTok sketches, like six yeah. seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah. So like the guy <laughs> opens up his snack bar and then gets tackled because he's going to litter the snack bar in yeah. 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I want. Um, I am currently looking at Minority Report costumes, though. <laughs> well, the part that would be tricky that we might need Todd's help on is you got to do at least one bit with the like fake screen. Well, and then we need a person in liquid. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Mikey, you already have a pool. You How are we not doing? Oh my god! Mikey, I'm coming over right now. Hang on, hang on. I'm ready to, I'm ready to work together on this. Back to this movie. Uh, so he tells her as they're playing standoff that his fly is open and she looks down to try and get a glimpse of that dick. Well, this is, uh, who is it? What character is this? It's the brother. It's the guy from Colorado. It's the brother. Yeah, whatever yeah. his name is. But when Leah Michelle is playing standoff with the guy before him. <laughs> Leah like, Thompson. Shit, I did it again. Fuck! When Leah Thompson <laughs> is playing with the standoff with the guy before, she like shoves him. He like jumps backwards. Yeah, she's strong. I, she's not like She-Hulk or whatever. Like You don't know that. I mean, I guess I don't. She could be like Natalie Portman in Thor. She, she does have the power of both Leah Thompson and Leah Michelle inside her. So it's possible. Okay. So if you went back in time and your mom was her. She's going to be like, who's Tommy John? <laughs> <laughs> and I will have you know, I did check. <laughs> Oh man! Huh. Wait, are you? Anyway. Were you going to ask me if I would have sex with my mother, Mike, Mikey? Yeah, obviously. No, I would not have sex with my mother. So much of this episode is ending up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> it's like that lost fucking fourteen minutes of that episode, Paige. Uh, uh, so maybe we should get back into Jaws 3D or whatever.
I literally oh just God. had to cut out like another 14 lost minutes that <laughs> no one should ever be able to hear. So much of this episode is floating to the bottom of the cutting room floor <laughs> like that man's bare arm. I'm in a very goofy mood today. Same so. girl. So he brings, he he wins. He tricks her into looking at his dick and uh, <laughs> brings her back to the table to buy her beers. And they then kind of like become like a little like foursome where like two couples hanging out together for the bulk of the rest of the movie kind of except for the hour and change where they disappear so like 20 minutes yeah she's only in the movie for as many scenes as he is right like it's yeah no she's actually in the movie more because she's in the ski show oh that's true you're right yeah yeah true but she becomes for all intents and purposes like his girlfriend right as they pair off yeah it's like vacation girlfriend yeah right she gets him wet I mean, she does in like this next. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that is true. They get in the bumper boats and then they get a bumps. You know what I'm saying? If the boats are a bumping, we're doing the humping. Nailed it. (laughs) Thanks. Put it on. Put it on a distress sign and sell it at a craft store. Anyway, we cut to a frontage road near SeaWorld where two guys are basically sneaking in with a raft into the lagoon to harvest coral to take to Miami to sell for $200. Yeah, it's hard for us to relate to this because humanity had not killed all the coral at this point. Well, okay, here was my confusion. And I have only been to the beach in Florida like once, and it was a long time ago. Uh huh. Do those beaches not have coral? Do you guys not have coral? No, no. They they have to have a coral reef. Also, I would like to point out that this is a man-made water park where everything is like plaster and fake as shit. Like, they're not going to have coral in the water park. Supposedly, they grew like a man-made coral coral. reef. They spent $20 million on that coral. They got it from amber that was frozen (laughs) millions of years ago. Coral DNA. Um, <laughs> so they're bungling it. They're like like inflating the raft too early. Whole nine. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, we cut back to the bar where Kelly is Leah Thompson's character's name. And the brother are going to go hang out. And then Dennis Quaid and Kay are going to take a walk on the beach to like walk it off. Yeah. And this is where we find out from Dennis Quaid that his brother moved to Colorado because he doesn't like water because of the shark attacks. He barely mentions it. Yeah. In my mind, like when I saw this as a kid, I was like, oh, he talks to her about like Amityville and what happened to him as a kid. And he's like really kind of glances over that, which I guess you need to do when you're trying to hook up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and he, and he immediately like skips to I'm going to Venezuela. And she's like, but I got the job at Scripps. And then we cut to the brother and Leah Thompson getting down and dirty in that lagoon yeah i don't know okay so they're like running around like and there are these things on the beach that, yeah, like the banners that say privacy but it's like p-r-i-v-a-s-e-a i was like interesting it's like privacy but i spelled it <laughs> puns, are, puns work it's the best form of communication humans have invented um yeah anyway leah thompson takes her clothes off and gets in the water and he's like I am terrified of sharks and open water because of this traumatic event that happened to me as a child. And she's like, whatever, I'll get you wet. And he's like, yeah, you will. Yeah, she's you like, will. do you like your traumatic event more? Or do you like my boobs more? And he's like, I'll be right boobs. there. Yeah. I was thinking about this because I, as established on this show many, many times, have a, a really deep and, and horrible fear of spiders. And I was like, yes, how many spiders would I encounter to get to Henry Cavill? Like what, what's the number? And I was like, 
it's not that many spiders. Like, <laughs> like if it was like a whole bunch of spiders, I'd be like, have fun, Henry. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, but no. <laughs> and I don't know what your two weird fears are, but like, would you do it to get to like whoever, like for Mikey, what would you do to get to Mel and Ackerman? How do I get through commitment to get to Mel and Ackerman? <laughs> <laughs> you have to finish that porno on the Oculus. <laughs> But I mean, if it's like the love of my life, I would go, I would go, I'd swim through spiders for someone I loved. Oh, probably. Oh, it's, it's, I don't know if I could. So this real life conversation happened while I was watching this movie at the bumper boat scene when they get knocked into the water and Jaws goes after not Leah Michelle, Leah Thompson. Uh-huh. Uh, Natalie was like, would you jump back in the water to save me if Jaws was after me? And I was like, they say you're not supposed to do that. they do say that but you're also you aren't supposed to dive back in because it could also drown you or the drowning person could drown you just when i thought i got out jaws pulled me back in (laughs) (laughs) anyway so the guys who are hunting for the best coral one of them is down below in the reef and his light goes out because jaws clearly just like And he pulls on the lifeline and it drags the other guy into the water. And then he also just like eats the raft as some sort of like a moose-bouche or whatever. I think it was just like a straight up power play. He was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to eat this raft. <clears throat> and another one. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> Josh gets it. Yeah, he does. While that's happening, Dennis Quaid and Kay have returned to the park. They see that. Leah Thompson and his brother are kind of canoodling in the lagoon and they use a megaphone to kind of like prank them. Yeah. So, okay. I did something like this today. Today? Someone I work with has started dating a man who lives three houses down from me. Oh no, Mikey. And we drove by in the police car today and they were canoodling in the front yard (laughs) and we were like, ma'am, you cannot do that. It's a public space. I didn't use the PA system, which I wanted to do and had permission, but I thought that I would get in trouble. So I just rolled my window down and yelled at them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they appreciated your restraint. Well, then they're like, sorry, we have to go to a funeral. And I was like, oh, oh well, why they ruin it with someone's death? <laughs> um, did I ruin it? I mean, they're the ones making out before the funeral. Hey, man. People Everyone take deaths in different, different ways, way. bro. Like, it's fine. Let them make out. Jeez. Jeez. Unsensitive asshole. No wonder you cheated on your wife before your wedding. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad. I shouldn't even tell that story because she's like, oh, it's weird that, I, that he lives like three houses down. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to come over to my pool? <laughs> yeah. Can you pretend to be a precog for this video I'm doing with Todd? <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys like, we need to put like white circus paint all over your bodies. And give you this weird bike helmet (laughs) they don't know me well enough for that (laughs) i don't even think we do i I love how there is there is a threshold of friendship where mikey is on board to ask you to come over and lay backwards in his pool while i get a drone shot of you like pretending like you're having a vision yeah so we cut to the next day everyone's hung over no one knows whose beeper is whose (laughs) they all have to head out to work. Um, and this is where we cut to Kay training the dolphins. And that wildlife photographer, the Fitzwilliams, whatever, shows up. And he does the like, oh, I'm looking for someone in authority. And she's like, I'm the senior biologist here. And he's like, oh. But you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but have boobs and brain? Um, no understand. I mean, he is a epic asshole. But this is also where we meet Cindy and Sandy, right? The dolphins. Cindy and Sandy, the dolphins. Yeah. Yes. 
And he's like, they're not that cool. And I'm like, shut up, fool. They're doing the Lisa Frank jump. Like, uh, And honestly, <laughs> they are cool. They jump out of the water and spin like four times. It's their big trick. Yeah, it's, yeah I honestly, can't do it's pretty that. cool. I can't either, yeah. Paige. Yeah. Anyway, so he's like, well, why don't we talk about the dolphins over a drink and dinner? And she was like, that's a behavior I just don't do. Just like throwing it back at his face. And I was just like, that's right. So we cut to she meets up with Dennis Quaid and they get like they're about to talk about the Venezuela thing when the waitress from the night before shows up with a duffel bag of her man's stuff and is like, he didn't come home last night. Give this to the souvenir shack. Just like on her bullshit again. It's wild. When they realize, yeah, that he also hasn't showed up to work that day. And everyone's like, well, is he just drunk or like, is he dead? Is he dead? All of his stuff's here. So this is where they decide that they have to scuba dive and search the lagoon for him. Yeah. At this point in the movie, the brother and Leah Thompson disappear for an hour. They're just like, yeah. no, not in the movie for another hour. But this is also where we find out that Cindy and Sandy don't want to go into the lagoon. And that's unusual behavior for them. Yeah, normally they go out there and they have like playtime. Right. But they won't go. And and it's sort of like, well, if they don't want to go, that's fine. They'll be begging us to go tomorrow. So just put them away. Yeah. Right. So they go down in the submersible and they're kind of looking through. There's like a fake Spanish galleon ship down there with the little fake skeleton called Oscar. And <laughs> the dolphins actually do come into the lagoon yeah. to swim with them. But they're acting strange. And they're clearly trying to warn them that something is wrong. But Quaid and his girlfriend don't get that. Like, yeah. the dolphins are, like, going, eh, and, like, shaking their head no. And they're like, what are you trying to say? Oh, yeah. Well, if they were so smart, they'd speak English, okay? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, Mikey. We're in their world, and you're demanding they say English American words. American exceptionalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if those dolphins want to live in our sea world, they'll learn our language. It's called sea world, Mikey, not sea America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mikey. Anyway, yes, this is this is where they've just gotten out of the submarine. Well, you call it a submarine, but it's fully not a submarine. It is like they have to wear. Yeah, it's the go-kart of the sea. Yeah, they have to wear a mask and scuba tank because the submersible fills with water when they're in it. This yeah. was like the best technology in 1983 or whatever. I mean, it probably was. But... I beg to differ because I saw an older James Bond movie where he drives his car into the water. So like. Paige, oh, that's boy. a movie. This is a documentary about SeaWorld's <laughs> exceptionalism. <sighs> also, I did clock at what point this is happening in the movie at the time because I was watching this movie and I was like, how far into this movie are we? Because like nothing's a happened. Couple people have been eaten by sharks, but nothing has happened. We're 40 minutes into the movie. Good Lord. Into a 93 minute movie. It's called pacing and it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> wild bad pacing you could have told me that this was the third scene and i would have been like yeah that makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah no, well, i mean the guy me. died 40 minutes ago and they're finally looking for him i mean it's only been That's a day true. i guess yeah it, it really has only been a day yeah it's actually been less than a day because he it, he did it last thing before locking up so, oh that's true and, yeah. and this is the next morning so it's like 12 hours max yeah 12 hours and she's already throwing a duffel bag of his stuff at his employer like that yeah. is a wild level of aggression they have a toxic relationship I mean, I don't know if you've seen a little movie that I like to call Waiting to Exhale, but I find this to be completely <laughs> acceptable behavior. Yeah, we don't know their history, Todd. He may have slept with that woman the day before he got ate by that shark. Yeah. That's true. We do not know. You also don't know is that shark runs the souvenir shack. 
<laughs> he was sleeping with that pussy or whatever she says. And that smaller shark was his baby. Oh. And she was just coming to collect that child support. And he cost him an arm and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> but only one of those arms and one of those legs. That's why you see the arm floating around. Yeah. And he was just constantly running from her because he's a coward. He is, in fact, the chicken of the sea. <laughs> oh, oh my, God. my God. As they're looking for his body, there's a shark. And they're just like, holy shit. What? How did that get in here? And the dolphins, basically, they grab on the dolphins' fins and the dolphins swim them to safety. So they get up on the dock, they get the dolphins through, they close the, de- the gate, and the shark is trying to get in to the, the dolphin, dolphin pen. pen. Yeah. yeah. For 40 minutes, they didn't really set up the park that well. Yeah, for sure. And they're like, how the fuck did a shark get in? Like, what is happening? We cut to, like, there's like a, almost like a country club in the middle of the park. Yeah. yeah I think it's called the, the Neptune Room is what I think what he calls it later. It's like a lounge. It's not like a park. Yeah. It's for people who were born in SeaWorld. Oh, man. Now these mudbloods <laughs> out here on the beach. Um, <laughs> these are season pass holders. <laughs> it's the Club 33 of SeaWorld. It definitely mm-hmm. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at this point, the photographer is talking to Louis Gossett Jr., and he's got like his explosives Alfred with him and at this point (laughs) he says yes my uncle was the 16th Earl of Haddonfield which I thought was pretty funny that it's Haddonfield from Halloween time from Halloween oh yeah okay I I did not make that connection sorry (laughs) that was I it's the only like credential he talks about so I was like Haddonfield that's kind of fun when they were like creating the characters for this movie they must have been like what's the most English name Oh, yeah. Philip Fitzroyce. You know, the only name more infuriatingly English than that is in James Bond's View to a Kill, where he's Sinjin Smythe. <laughs> Paige, I will raise you another more English name, and it's the okay. guy who actually played Philip Fitzroyce. His name is Simon McCorkendale. <laughs> McCorkendale. Anyway, so they then rush to the Neptune room, and they're like, Hey, we just saw a shark. It was like 10 feet long. It chewed through the gate. We've got to do something. And this starts the debate of do we keep it in captivity or do we kill it on camera and air it for people to watch? Those are the only two choices. Only two choices. (laughs) And Philip Fitzwallace or whatever the fuck his name is says... They die exceptionally. And it fully doesn't. It just rolls over. You see, you guys don't know this, but he's a wildlife war photographer. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever he takes pictures of sharks first, they're like, this is a picture of my girl back home that I'm going to get to. I'm going to swim back home to her as soon as this war is over. And he's like, uh, explosives, Alfred, follow that shark because that shark yeah. specifically is going to die in this <laughs> battle against the dolphins. Also, I saw him cough blood into a handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> and then as they charge, he goes, witness me. <laughs> it's my last day on the force. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this shit, Paige. Getting too old for this ship. Oh, the ocean. hell yeah. I love it. Anyway, they agree to try and keep it in captivity. Yes. But that means that they have to catch it. Yeah. And the reason they do is because no one else has one in captivity at the time. So they fill up trank darts. They do this whole like platform boat where they set it up where they're going to go under trank it and then put it in like a sling thing. And 
uh, Fitzwilliam or whatever his name is wants to bring grenades and they're like you can't set off a grenade in this habitat that we built that cost a lot of money no grenades <laughs> and he's like boo and he's like whatever loser L7 whatever loser <laughs> I love when Mikey does visual bits on the podcast. I mean, earlier I did the... the, the, yeah, she did the yeah, but you explained it as you were doing it. Mikey just does it silently. Yeah. So they get out there and Fitzwilliam and his butler get into the tank along with Kay. And they can't find the shark. And then out of nowhere, it comes and like munches her tank. Hello, <laughs> Paige. Are we watching this in <laughs> VR? What is happening? <laughs> Anyway, so this shark munches on her tank, which, like, most people ignore the tank, but get the tank involved. Hell yeah, man. Don't forget the tank, guys. Yeah. You got to find the nozzle and, like, really twist it. Yeah, and the nozzle's at the top. Don't twist my nozzle. Mikey, <laughs> this is why you're single. Go in circles with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah until it gets oxidized or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oxidize my nozzle. Here comes the shark just munching her cheek. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> That's what you sound like, Paige, you fucking pervert. <laughs> ASMR for the freaks. <laughs> I'm going to slow down that nom, 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 nom section and just like, <laughs> just like <laughs> no, 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 loop no. it for like the, nom, the freaks who want it. Nom, you know what I'm saying? Nom, nom, I mean, nom. don't give them what they want. Then they'll start sending us requests for things to say. And then we'll have to. Oh. Should we um, continue talking about munching the tank? Tank page. Yeah, sure. So, so the shark munches her tank, and <laughs> it doesn't rupture her tank, which no. is it just like drags. You don't her want that. In. You gotta be like yeah. it's like a gentle pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want the <laughs> tank to know you're there, but like right. you're gonna take care of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, Nothing be punctured. Right. No, and and you just want to pull her in your direction with like a come hither motion. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No teeth. No teeth. No. You don't want to bite the nozzle, guys. <laughs> what yeah, are you no, doing? It might oxidize. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck. This is the grossest episode we've done in a while. <laughs> no. It, my no, mom texts me. She goes, I tried to watch that movie that you guys did last week, Love Simon. No, I turned it off. What did Love Simon do? I think just... she just hates people jizzing in pools. Yeah, exactly. Oh, she tried to listen to the episode. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, I think you meant like just watch the movie. No. She was like, try to listen to that episode. No thanks. Oh, yeah. Like, I bet your mom, being a nurse, knows what goes on in pools and just didn't want to talk about it. I'm not saying that she did it herself. I'm just saying she probably has heard stories. She physically can't do that. She physically can't jerk off people in pools? Let's not talk about this. <laughs> and I just want to say, Mikey's mom, I'm very sorry. She does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. Aftermath gate got her. <laughs> I stand by the assertions I made in Aftermath Gate. Anyway, they do eventually get her free because they kind of shoot the shark with a harpoon gun from the platform above. Yeah. Uh, and then they manage to tranquilize it. So they do get the shark and they move him into a tank in kind of the research portion of the park, I guess. Which is conservatively as big as, like, my guest room. Yeah, it's like a nice garage. It is pretty small, but it does have, like, a hose in it that keeps the water oxygenated so it can live in that specific tank. Right, and so they're having to kind of, like, move the shark around and, like, pump oxygen into it. 
Yeah. And Dennis Quaid hops in to help her out with it. And the shark wakes up. And so they have to jump clear of the shark. Um, and we cut to the next day where... Did they jump the shark? No, but this is where we see like for literally conservatively for like 20 minutes, a full ski show. Leah Thompson does an, a, a costume change. Yeah, it's it literally is a commercial for SeaWorld. Yeah. So the park is open. They're skiing. She's skiing by herself. There's dancers. It's like a whole thing. We're seeing the whole parks. Uh, this is where the brother is there. And after the ski show, Leah Thompson takes him on the bumper boats. This is where we see the first glimpse of the complex underwater tunnels, the like history of Jonah and the whale oh, with yeah. the tentacles that grab people. Yeah, we're seeing as like the patrons of SeaWorld walk through it. Right. We were also introduced to the true villain of the movie, Weird Guy in Bumper Boat. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Weird Guy in Bumper Boat because <laughs> as he's coming at them, you like see him in his excitement for his one line in Jaws 3D that's going to launch his acting career and then he bumps the boat and bumps off screen and that's when he delivers his line and that yeah, made yeah, me yeah. laugh so hard <laughs> i think it was adr and i, I don't know even... it, so they had to replace his line i like both him and drunk dad on the beach later who tries oh, to punch drunk. oh my god that guy <laughs> yeah. gets in a fight with vitz wallace or whatever the fuck his name is like it, for nothing for nothing so what's more american <laughs> as we're going through the tunnels with the the tentacles and the tentacles like grab you and they're like come to my cave of surprises and i was like no <laughs> i fall that's that a website once. we yeah. don't go to <laughs> we cut to them feeding the dolphins and this is where they get a page and so Kay and uh dennis quaid go to see that they've actually started showing the great white and they're like how we don't have an enclosure for it like what are you doing and they've just put it in like a small kiddie pool and it's definitely dying like oh yeah imminently dying and they try to like move it around to aerate it and flip it on its back but it is dead yeah it dies spectacularly or whatever (laughs) i mean boring but the photographer guy's there and she just goes go ahead photograph it i love when women talk to me like that when they flip over onto their back and they just say take your photos you monster <laughs> the shark so you like a pillow princess is that what we're talking i honestly about? wish you guys could see both mikey and Paige <laughs> as they slowly orb onto their backs but none of you guys can see it it honestly is hilarious looking though if you want to see me slowly orb into my back hit up my dms <laughs> ladies uh, <laughs> gotta, have core, gotta have a lot of core strength to put up with that. i mean they act like they knew what was gonna rescue the shark and they're like just push it push it like it's not a car push that it needs real to be good. like <laughs> but, but, <laughs> yo baby shark hey you come here give me a flip gonna make you live or else i'm gonna get pissed can you feel the sharky breathing on like those sharkies do now push it down Push it real real good. good. Shark and pepper. Hell yeah. (laughs) Anyway, we cut to the tunnels where people are like, ooh, coral. And then a decapitated head floats up next to the tube. (laughs) And this girl, like someone pushes a girl into the glass. So her face is right next to the decapitated head. That would be me. I'd be like, oh, look, a decapitated head. (laughs) There will be a test on this at school tomorrow. (laughs) write it down anyway we cut immediately to them having retrieved that body and and they're like it's very clearly a shark attack and they pull the sheet back and it's the most paper mache halloween (sighs) mask face that's why they're all horrified oh i was like where was tom savini on this one they needed him (laughs) 
It honestly looks like something you'd buy at Party City to put out on Halloween in your front yard. Absolutely. But after it's already like it looks like the thing from Party City that you put on your front lawn November 5th. Like it's been sitting there. It got rained on. Mm -hmm. It got rained on. It's like a whole thing. But Kay comes in. She has them pull the sheet back and she's like, oh, no, this attack came from a much bigger shark. Clearly, the shark that we had that just died is not the shark. So they run to the Neptune Club or Neptune Room again. And they're like, this shark has a bite radius of a yard across. It's like 35 feet in length. Yeah. Our shark was a baby. This is the mother. And they were born inside the park. Yeah. So they've been here, basically. Yeah. So we cut to. Isn't this where Dennis Quaid stands up and like, like, there it is. And like, it shows the outside shot of the shark swimming yes. up towards them in the Neptune Club. And everyone's freaking out. Like, not only that, they like scatter to try and get people out of the water. So like. Yeah. They're trying to clear the ski shows, get people out of the tunnel. Well, and Dennis Quaid sprints from the Neptune cl- Club, like, across yeah. the park through, like, attractions. And he steals a go-kart yeah. with popcorn on the back. And, so, and he wrecks yeah. it. Oh, He wrecks it in, like, a string. So they're, they've got these <laughs> strollers that are shaped like porpoises. Marine World used to have them, too, when I was growing yeah. up. Yeah. And he crashes it through, like, a whole line of them. It's ground. I love when the popcorn hits the ground. A bunch of kids come in and like swarm the popcorn. Steal it. Yeah. Oh my I god! It's them. all on the ground. I was like, oh, the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he—they're clearing people out of the ski show. They're clearing people out of bumper boats. They're clearing people off the beach. And this is where the drunk dad tries to punch that other guy. So great. Um, so as that's all happening, they're all running out of the water, and the shark is like right behind them. The skiers are jumping out of the water. And technically, at this point, no one's been injured. Uh, and it's a horrible foam fin. The skiing part is the scariest part of the film, I think, where, like, the skier, like, she does, like, the back bend, and then she, like, and makes she can eye see contact. It. Yeah. 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 She, like, looks at it, and Joss is like, what's up? Yeah, I'm here to munch on your dick. No, 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 no. Have you heard of Shark and Pepper? Here I go, here I go, here I go again, girls, what's my weakness? Legs, I'm telling you. Sorry. Shark and Peppa. Anyway, so... Everyone's getting out of the water. It finally makes it to the bumper boats. They It knocks them out of the bumper boat. No! Villain hits them and knocks them out of the boat. The, the shark does not do it. Well, so the guy knocks them, but then they kind of, the boat writes them. Yeah, the, the guy only bumps into them when they're making out. It's yeah. after they're done making out that the shark knocks them off. No, he bumps into them while they're standing. She, he's standing up because he wants to go home, or she is, and then she bumps him. No, he bumps him once. The shark bumps them the second time when they fall in. Yeah. The shark literally comes up between them. Yeah. Okay. I have pulled the clip up. Okay. So I will show you right now. If, if you can figure out how to share screens. Oh, shit. You're right, Mikey. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. He's a and murderer. Then, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Back watch. into the left. Back into the left. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he does knock them in the water. And then the shark comes is. up in okay. between them, yeah. And then yeah. Leah Thompson does get bit, I guess. I, I don't know why I wanted to argue about that. because No, it's because I wanted to talk about him being the villain. He knew a shark was in the water, and he knocks them in. That's fair. For, for the record, that was the part Natalie asked me if I would jump in the water if Jaws was after her, and I said, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. That guy's an uber dick. He's the yeah, worst. That guy's a total dick. He yeah. fucking knocks no, him in right. while you. the shark's in the water. I, I don't ever like to pull up clips during the episode, but I just want to say that that guy's a total dick and the true villain of the movie. That is true. Yeah, that's a real Mikey move right there. And they swim for the shore, which, by the way, they're not very far from the shore. No, they're super close. 
close. Yeah. They're super close. And you see blood in the water, even though you don't see her get bit. You don't see any wound on her until they get her out of the water and literally almost already onto the gurney when you see that she's got a big old gash on her leg. But that's the only wound we actually see. I do love that as they're taking her out of the water in the wide shot, she has no injury and you can see all the way up her legs. And then when they put her on the gurney, she has a huge fuck off gash on her leg. I was like, that wasn't there in the last shot. Well, and while that's all happening, there's like a wood platform floating out near the bumper boats and the shark just drags the platform under. And it's again, just tons of blood, but no injuries basically that we can see anyway. So from there, we cut to the tunnels where the shark there, like everyone's already trying to exit the tunnels. The shark literally rams the tunnel, breaching it, which would have almost instantly killed like everybody in that tunnel. Right. Like. Oh, it would have. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it would have flooded and they would have drowned. It would have taken a little bit of time, but not much like seconds. Not much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they end up in they, they like cordon off the door so they end up in this kind of like waiting room in the center at like waist high water and the girl who's the guide yeah is a saint she is like she deserves a raise yeah because she's like hey y'all y'all need to calm down because this is the only oxygen we have and we're not about to die here today let's do this yeah <laughs> like, i'm not dying for you fucks yeah <laughs> i mean that woman is making 335 an hour which was the minimum wage in 1983 and she is yeah. like guys everybody calm down we gotta take shallow breaths or we're gonna fucking die right yeah. what you don't know is that she is Susie from the gift shop <gasps> oh my god anyway uh we cut to the metal shop at the park where apparently dennis quaid is like a fabricator as well and also an underwater fabricator is like a completely extra job that you have other certification for to be an underwater welder but he does it all apparently yeah so of course yeah so his plan is that they're going to actually patch and rebuild part of the tunnel to then rescue people which is insane because that would take forever like that would take so long yeah to do it would but also this is where she agrees to go to venezuela and that they're going to stay together right because you know it's in the middle of a tragedy and this is when you make bad decisions yeah so we cut to like the vice president of the park or something like not the crazy owner guy but the guy who's like in charge i thought it was just like the spokesperson or whatever yeah I don't know. the pr guy yeah anyway he explains that there's like 30 to 40 people trapped and seven visitors were injured in the beach area but he doesn't tell anyone it's a shark so we cut to everyone plotting with what they're going to do how they're going to get the shark and they figure that it's hiding in a filtration pipe because there's been a blockage in that pipe anyway and there's an access patch to get in so they're going to have fitzwilliam and his or fitzroyce or whatever yeah and his butler kill it while they evacuate all of the people or at least patch the tunnel so that they can evacuate all the people in the tunnels. Yes, overly complicated plot device. <laughs> and they don't explain it well, where you're like, what are they doing? They're like, we're going to seal these tunnels and pressurize them and remove the water. And you're like, whatever, just well, let's, whatever. let's get to the explosions. Right. Uh, so the <laughs> photographer and his explosion friend get ready. They go down. They've got the grenades this time. And they chum the water. So they lure the shark into the pipe. And he's like, this is where he's banging on the side of his camera with a knife. And you hear it as if it's like a met, like above dun, water. Dun, 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 dun. Which I understand the chumming the water, the blood and fish oil. Like that makes sense. I yeah. don't think metal clanking draws sharks, does it? Oh, you forget the first film where we learned that sharks are attracted to blood and 
noises that sound like something is drowning or dying. Okay. Okay, but that's that's not a noise like that. Yeah, I don't clank when I'm drowning. Yeah, I would imagine. Well, and also you can't hear much underwater. And so like. That's exactly what Mario, when you pick up the steel thing where he turns steel and floats to the bottom of the water, sounds like when he's drowning. Yes. But also I imagine what sharks are attracted to is like the thrashing, almost like the because when things are dying, they kind of thrash. So if you're swimming and thrashing your legs, I imagine that that's what they're attracted. Yeah. You know, like thrash, like Slayer and Thrax, those kind of things. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, they're super into it. Yeah. Super into thrash. So we cut to the he has the explosion guy swim to the other side and his lifeline snaps and he tries to stab the shark and hit it, but instead the shark swallows him pretty much whole. Not pretty much, like straight up whole. Like we see him whole behind the teeth. Yes. And then you see blood come out of Jaws' stomach. Also, bone of contention, uh, this shark only had one set of teeth. Yes, it did. Yeah. That's incorrect. It's called Jaw, Page, not Jaws. Oh, wait, never mind. Okay. First off, this is a special shark with one set of teeth. And that's why. That's an ineffective shark. It is. That's why he swallows that dude whole and doesn't chew him. I think it makes this movie bad and you should feel bad. You think this is the one thing that makes <laughs> no. this movie bad? No, it actually makes it better. It yeah. makes it better that he sits in that shark's belly for like an hour and a half before he dies. Yes. Yeah, he has time to get the grenade off his belt, hold it out as far as he can, yes. just hoping that someone like fashions the world's biggest paper clip yeah. so they can pull the pin out. Genius. Meanwhile, they get the, he's welding underwater. The shark comes for them. They're trying to swim away. She was in the control center that's like underwater kind of and goes down into this little like hatch. And gets out to watch him. They end up swimming swimming back to that hatch instead of swimming all the way back to however he got down there in the first place. But Jaws stops them closing the door with, with a tooth. tooth. With one, one tooth. tooth. That it was it was as laughable as if he had stopped it with a fin. Like it was yes. his hand. Yes, it was really funny. And I was like, how do you get one tooth in there? It was dumb, but I could not have been happier about it. Oh, so funny. Because they are fighting with that one tooth. For like 30 seconds just to close the door. Yes. And while that's happening, Fitzwilliam's butler guy surfaces and is like, where's Fitzwilliam? And they're like, oh, he didn't come up. And he's like, no, governor. And then we never (laughs) see him again in the movie. He just like screams governor and goes back into the water. And then we never see or hear from him again. He died to join. He he had to die with his master. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The guests get out through the tunnel. But the uh, Dennis Quaid and Kay escape into like the control room and they're like, well, now what are we going to do? Like everyone's out. Like maybe we, you know, pressurize something like how do we kill it? And as they're thinking about it, it's swimming towards them because they have a window out into the tank in the slowest 3D possible. And they are screaming bloody murder as if it's the most terrifying thing in the world. And then it just keeps cutting between them and the slowest shark in the world. It is the Austin Powers scene where that steamroller is coming yes. at the guy and they're like, yes. no! for like 30 seconds. And then it breaks just like a pane of glass that is the camera lens so or whatever. No, and then the control room fills with water. It breaks their window, but also that control room is filled with electric machinery. And I was like, did did everyone just get electrocuted now? Because water, electricity, salt water. I don't think that does it make a difference. 
Maybe. I think salt does make a difference on connectivity. Connectivity? Not connectivity. I honestly don't know. Either way, it doesn't happen. But this is the scene, like, right before that happens, uh, Gossett Jr. yells at his nephew, and he's like, shut up, nephew, no one asked you. And then later in this scene, when the shark breaks the glass, the nephew is the one that gets eaten. I was like, God. Right, he eats the nephew. He can't catch a break. But as that's happening, uh, so Louis Gossett Jr. and the other engineer swim to safety, Yes. Uh, Dennis Quaid takes a piece of steel and just bends it with his hands as if that's normal. Yes. Uh, And then uses it to fish hook the grenade out of the shark's mouth, or at least the pin out of the grenade. And then we get a blood explosion. Yeah. Of 3D body parts and teeth. They swim to the surface and they're just like, what about the others? They all made it. And the dolphins, too. And the dolphins jump in like a Lisa Frank tableau. (laughs) It looks... So terrible. It's a freeze frame. It's so good. It is so freeze good. Freeze frame. And, and that's, that's the, the movie. movie. But wait, hold on. Okay. What okay. I want the scene I wanted to see the most is the mm. two sons calling Roy Schneider on the phone to be like, Dad, you're not gonna fucking believe what just <laughs> happened out here at SeaWorld. Remember that shark from Amneville? Do I remember the shark that tried <laughs> to kill us twice? <laughs> yeah. We'll make it three times, Dad. So having seen the movie, having talked about the movie, what did you guys think about Jaws 3D? It's the perfect summer Mikey movie. It really is, yeah. It is a hefty dose of madness, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, literally zero things make sense in this movie, and it's honestly the movie I needed. I needed this movie today, so I appreciated it. Good. I'm, I'm glad we were able to do that for you. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, no notes. Like, it wasn't scary. It was laughable. Like, I remember when I was a kid talking to someone about horror movies because I, until we started this podcast, really didn't watch any horror movies. And they would tell me, I would, I'd be like, so like Nightmare on Elm Street 5, is it scary? And they'd be like, well, the first one was scary, but as it goes on, like all horror franchises, they get less and less scary and more and more comedy. And this franchise definitely went that direction for sure. I think this is going to sound blasphemous. Okay. I think I'm ready for a new Jaws film. I am also ready for a new Jaws film. No CGI, practical effects, but like big budget movie. Oh, I feel like that's a mistake. But I definitely think you can make a badass Jaws film now with like all the technology we have and make it good. Like, I I don't know. I feel like Deep Blue Sea is better than this movie. And Deep Blue Sea is crazy. Yeah. Deep Blue Sea is nuts. But I love it. Yeah. It's a perfect film. It's a masterpiece. I do also think it's a masterpiece, Mikey. Yes. But Paige, do you have some fun facts for us? I do. Well, here it is with your Jaws facts. 3D fun facts. facts. So the sequel, this sequel, uh, Jaws 3, did not use any actors or actresses from Jaws or Jaws 2. (laughs) All right. (laughs) They were like, hey, guys, Jaws 3D got greenlit. Sweet. Getting another paycheck. Not so fast, everyone who's ever been in a Jaws film. Well, I'll get to that. So (laughs) most scenes in this film were shot in SeaWorld, where the film is supposedly taking place. But most of the environments depicted in the film don't actually exist. So they shot at SeaWorld and then built extra attractions at the SeaWorld to shoot it. Really? Yes. That must have been hella expensive. It wasn't hella expensive to buy, build a baby pool to put a dead shark in it. I'm sure they had the baby pool. I think it's like the tunnel sets and stuff. Uh, yeah, this was filmed at SeaWorld Orlando, which is a yes. landlocked water park. Yep. Wild. Okay, sorry. So in an interview in 2015, Dennis Quaid said that during the filming of Jaws 3D, he was a heavy cocaine user <laughs> and that every... F- 
every frame he appeared in, he was high. In a later interview, he once referred to this movie as, I was in Jaws what? (laughs) I I love that fact. (laughs) I love that for him, honestly. This is a movie I definitely would want to forget. It's one of my favorite fun facts I've ever read. I was like, I was in Jaws what? So according to the book, uh, Roy Scheider, a film biography uh, by Diane C. Kakmar, Kachmar? No, I think it's Kakmar for sure. Kakmar. Yeah. Uh, so Scheider, who starred in the first two Jaws movies, has quoted, been quoted as saying, Mephistopheles couldn't talk me into doing another sequel. They knew better than to even ask. So allegedly, he signed on to make Blue Thunder in 1983 to avoid being asked to do Jaws 3. He had only made Jaws 2 under a contract dispute with Universal Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and he owed them a movie because he withdrew from Deer Hunter in 1978. So they made him be in Jaws 2. So that's the only reason he's in Jaws 2. But then for Jaws 3, he specifically booked other movies during that time. <laughs> so he didn't have to be in Jaws 3 because he did not want to be. He had to bring in German folklore to get out of it. I know. Mephistopheles or whatever? Like- Mep- Mephistopheles. Jesus. Uh, it's sometimes referred to as the devil, but you know, there's a lot of in- interpretations. Anyway, so initially they had planned to have very few pop out 3D effects, but <laughs> studio executives <laughs> pressured them to add more, which is why they're just like green screened on top of stuff uh, because they were worried that audiences would leave disappointed and spread bad word of mouth about 3D because in the movie, most of the 3D was used for depth. So like in the movie, it was supposed to look really cool and really deep. And there's a lot of those like slow shots over ships and stuff like that. That's how they were using it. And the studio saw it and was like, no, you need shit to like pop out at you. And so that's why they just like layered it over. Oh, man. In one of the shots when the shark explodes, some of the entrails that fly out like toward the screen are actually portions of a brown leather E.T. doll that they cut up and covered in blood. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, it does look like the two biggest pieces are its jaws. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you for that. (laughs) Uh, The shark is said to be 35 feet long, um, although we never fully see it in frame. So we can it is not that long, but that's 10 feet longer than the previous film. So supposedly this is the biggest jaws up to this point. Oh, okay. Um. So the female dolphin in the film named Sandy is actually a male dolphin named Capricorn. And as of the writing of this fun fact, I'm not sure how long ago this was. uh, He currently lives in Discovery Cove, which is owned by SeaWorld Orlando. And he has interactions with guests, like giving them rides or doing tricks for them and is 50 years old. Damn. Wow. So at least the dolphin lived until 50. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I'm glad he had a long life. I wish it wasn't a captive life, but. Yeah, for sure. This is the only Jaws movie that doesn't feature any scenes on Amity Island or by extension, Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) Um, And in later interviews, the screenwriter, Richard Matheson, claimed that this film was bedeviled by script doctors who ruined the central premise that he wanted to shoot. Now, script doctors are screenwriters that studios bring in to punch up a script or change it or fix story issues. Uh, his original concept was that a great white shark swam upstream in a river and became trapped in a lake. And that was his idea for Jaws 3. You know, all those freshwater great white yeah. sharks? <laughs> freshwater sharks. Oh, my God. Uh, but that became what this movie is today. And those are your fun facts. 
I'll say this. It sounds like they fixed his script because that shit wouldn't have worked. <laughs> I, I know. I was like, that doesn't make any more sense than the craziness yeah. we just saw. I mean, he might be butthurt about it, but that would have been terrible. SeaWorld wasn't even involved? Yeah, SeaWorld wasn't even involved. You mean SeaWorld who paid for this movie? <laughs> Probably. I couldn't find definitive proof, but yeah. Well, let's get into that. So what do you think the production budget was for Jaws 3D? Oof. I think this was expensive for the time because it was 3D. So I'm actually okay. going to say 40 million. Okay. That's really expensive. I'm going to say 15. Yeah. Keep in mind that this was in 83, Paige. That's true. That's 40 true. million 14- would be literally $100 million today. So, okay, like 14 million. Then. Okay. You guys are way closer, but under. It was $18 million. Oh, and if you adjust that for inflation, that's 52 point eight million dollars today so that is a shitload of money now dang we've done this movie deep blue sea was 60 million dollars yeah so this movie has a similar budget to deep blue Mm -hmm, sea mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. this movie came out on fourth of july nope july 22nd 1983 and was the number one movie in the box office. Hell yes. Number two that week was uh, Staying Alive. That movie had been out for two weeks. Number three was a little known film called Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Never heard of it. And that movie had been out for nine weeks and was still number three. Number four was a movie called Class. And number five was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which I have to assume is a re-release. Yes, definitely. Yeah, other notable movies that were in the theaters this week, Trading Places was was number six, War Games was number seven, Octopussy was number eight, Spider-Man 3 was number nine, Flashdance was ten. There are so many movies that were out at this time that are like iconic-ish movies. Anyway, what do you think Jaws 3D brought in in its opening weekend? Did you say Spider-Man 3? No, Superman 3. Oh, okay. Superman 3. So what do you think Jaws 3D made in its opening weekend? Fuck yeah, 18 million. Yeah, I have to recuse myself because I saw it when I was doing fun facts. Okay, fair enough. Mikey, it actually made $13.4 million. Nice. So not quite its budget. But again, I mean, that was only its first weekend, so it did really well. It was in the theaters for another seven weeks. But what do you think it made total for its domestic box office run? 84 million. Okay. <gasps> Domestic, I'm going to say 32. Okay. Paige, you're way closer, but it was $42.2 million. Now, if you adjust that for inflation, that's $123.9 million today. But again, in 1983, it's way less at $42 million. But still, that's not bad. Yeah, but it explains why there's a bonkers-ass Jaws 4. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I can't believe the budget was $18 million for this. Like, that's insane, because this movie is terrible. Um, But that is your box office. So, Mikey, do you want to hit him with that scary scale? Yeah, scary scale, listeners, a scale of how scared we found ourselves watching the film today. Our one example is Ghostbusters, and our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Paige! Oh, this is a one for me, dog. Todd. It's a one? I also will give this a one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's not at all scary. (laughs) Unless you're afraid of, like, paper mache, this is not a scary movie. I'm scared of a guy knocking me out of a bumper boat in the middle of, like, a lagoon. (laughs) Like, the true villain of the story. Yeah. She'll never water ski again because of him. Well, and because her leg injury, but yeah. That would not have happened if he did not bump them I off mean, the boat. I mean, you're boats. right. Yeah, I agree. He's a bad dude. 
They're called bumper boats for a reason. He was just doing his job. Yeah, he was bumping boats, Mikey. You don't paintball people in the eye when they're taking a break. I can't even. I mean, you do if you're a winner. Anyway, (laughs) so Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? Uh, I forgot. Well, while you're looking one up, let me tell them how they can have their review read on the podcast, and that is simply to leave us a five-star text review, and we'll have Mikey read it for you. So, Mikey, whose review are you going to read this week? Okay, um, this is... This is one of my all-time favorite shows. Who did the review, Mikey? Andrew Macho Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) This is an appropriate name for the time this movie came out. Yes. I found this show late to mid last year through a little show called The Cult Podcast. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Paige and Armando. And I look forward to new episodes every single week. Sometimes I'll even go back through and listen to episodes that I've already heard just to get a good laugh. The La Arona episode comes to mind immediately. Everyone is in their top form every week. Paige, Mikey, and Todd are fun to just relax and listen to every week. I especially appreciate the subtle Dune references Todd makes sometimes. Oh You're welcome. God. Thank you for everything you do in this supposedly dying medium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was the Macho Mandalorian in the Facebook group, and he loved everyone's reaction to it. I remember him posting five that. That was very stars. funny. Well, Macho Mandalorian, thank you so much for that awesome five-star review. And if you want to Mike, read your five-star review, leave us a five-star review. So this week, you all made me watch Jaws 3-D. What are you making us watch next week? We're going to do Lake Placid next week. We're going to let Todd's death triggers chill for a month, <laughs> and we're just going to have big monsters in water during the summer. I appreciate that. And I have seen and love Lake Placid because you got Betty White. Yep. You got Oliver Platt just being his most Oliver Platt. And I am here for it. There you go. So your homework for next week is to go to a landlocked lake and find the world's biggest dinosaur? Gator. Yeah. And, you know, just enjoy the hell out of the masterpiece that is Lake Placid. So, guys, if you like this show but want to hear this power thruple on another movie review show about romance and romantic comedies, check out Romancing the Pod, where Mikey, Paige, and I break down and make fun of romantic movies. It's a lot of fun, guys. Check it out. If you want to follow us on social, please do. We are at Horror Virgin or online at HorrorVirgin.com. If you want to follow us all individually, you can do that as well. Paige is at Paige Wesley on Twitter or Rampage Wesley everywhere else, including TikTok. Mikey is at mrandolph24 and I am at Todd J. Awesome. If you like the show so much and you want to help financially support it, please do by going to patreon.com slash horror virgin where you can get a lot of great levels and a lot of great stuff like bonus episodes, director's cut episodes where they're a little bit longer and you get them actually a day earlier mm-hmm, than the regular mm-hmm. feed drop. We do a lot of great things like listener requests and stuff like that. So guys, check out yeah. the Patreon and help support the show. If if you want to financially support me but not Todd just look me up on Venmo if you can't financially support the show that's understandable that's fine but if you want to hang out with us on the daily join the Facebook group uh, at facebook.com slash group slash horror virgin we also link it like once a week so just find it there and join the awesome Facebook group literally we're in there talking every day it's awesome and guys we got a P.O. box so if you want to send us some love letters or whatever you might send to a P.O. box it's actually not a P.O. box it's like a regular street address it's pretty awesome It's 6688 Nolansville Road, number 108-34, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. So send us some stuff. Yeah. 
And if you want to check out our Twitch stream, we're at twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, where we will be playing horror video games. So if you have always wondered what it would be like to watch me get scared, you can now do that on Twitch while I play these horror games. It's twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, guys. Check it out. It's a lot of fun for you. Not a lot of fun for me. This episode is brought to you by Tia, and Tia's teenager has been driving her crazy this week. So how has Tia's teenager been driving her crazy this week? I know. She keeps knocking people on bumper boats whose boats aren't working. She knocks them off into the water. She's a murderer. Passively, maybe. She didn't kill them, but like, Leah, I almost said Leah Michelle again. Shit. Spread the rumor that Leah Michelle murdered people. Yeah. This episode also brought to you by the number Jeff, and Jeff wants you to check out his podcast, Kissing Jessica Jones, where each week they break down an episode of Jessica Jones, Agent Carter, or WandaVision. So if you want to watch any of those shows and then listen to a recap podcast about each episode, check out Kissing Jessica Jones. This episode also brought to you by Jonathan, and Jonathan wants... To make you guys specifically watch some spooky spider videos. So you guys ready? Let me share my screen here. And I will play this spooky spider video. It comes by way of TikTok. Oh no. I already think I'm not going to like this. This is the most venomous spider in the world, he just said. Oh. (gasps) Oh my God. She's like covering herself up. Oh yeah, she does. I've seen those. Oh my God. He's going to feed it a lobster roach. What's a lobster roach? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> He's talking about how <laughs> one guy who got bit lost an arm and the other guy lost his life. That sucks for sure, he says. Yeah. Well, she's making short work of that lobster beetle or whatever it is. All right, that video was not as spooky as I thought it was going to be. It was really informative though. Yeah. But honestly, I don't I don't like spiders, so I didn't want to I didn't like watching it eat. Ugh. Yeah, no, thank you. Well, Jonathan, thank you for those spooky spider videos, and uh, thank you for the support. We love it. We now return you to another episode of uh, The the Patreonicals. We're back in space, putting the mun together. Yeah, they've bought all of the pieces of the mun from Cody's pawn shop. Down here at the pawn shop, we got all the moon pieces. Yes, and... uh, I don't super remember a lot about what happened last week. Oh, I find that very shocking. So, all right. So, Dreskel's got his giant spaceship to put the Mun together. Amy's driving it. Kate is using her mind powers. And Bo Easy is, she's flinging the Florida man into the moon pieces to get them, the moon, the Mun back together. And uh, Scott and uh, Amber have, like, fallen deeply in love. She's a mermaid. And she's like, I love that you're rock hard. Lord. <laughs> and that you're carrying my mermaid babies. I think they're just called maybes, but whatever. We can get into that later. No, legally. <laughs> they're no longer babies. <laughs> Thanks, Supreme Court. I don't care if you have sour cream and tomatoes on it. You're not supreme to me. I don't care if Diana Ross is the head of your group. Justice Diana Ross will not be disrespected like this. No. no. You'll address her as Miss Ross and you'll like it. <laughs> I'm voting up. <laughs> I want the world to know that my choice is pro. I'm assuming. I, I would assume Diana Ross. Yeah, I have no idea, but I would also assume that. So Jeremy, with his laser eyes, start to wield the moon back together. Y'all are really distracting me. Say wield? Weld. Shining Donut and Jennifer with a PH are having hot donut sex. Hell yeah, it's about time. Get a donut. I'm going to have a little sexy time with a donut. Anyway, go ahead. The hot and ready sign is flashing red. Yeah, because he's getting some hot and fresh steamy loving. Ow! 
She may be fucking that donut, but he's going to drop some glaze. Yeah. <laughs> Hot donuts. Check them and see. Got a glaze all over me. Isaac and Karun have decided to challenge Nathan to a wrestling match. And they're, they have really, it's like a really intense match. Oh, this is an intense match, brother. Yeah. Is and it like, a kumate? Nathan, Nathan throws him up there, throws him into the crowd, and his claws, Isaac's claws, or Karun's claws go right through Dave. Dave dies. Of course. Oh. And blood is floating all over the ship because there's no gravity or whatever. Yeah, because they're in space. Ooh, ooh, like Star Trek Six. <laughs> Danielle and Aaron of the Mun Hell are, yeah. they're like holding up old pictures they had to make sure it's all like matching up pretty good. And um, <laughs> Dreskel's like, I'm really happy about how the moon's going. And... Amber's with them, and she's smiling menacingly like she has a secret, and <laughs> she does. And Wes is sitting there because he's holding her babies inside of his Clay Voldemort-like body, and he's like, what are you smiling at? And she's like, you'll find out next week on the next episode of The, the Patriotics. That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd. Keep it ooky spooky. Yeah. Have a great little week. Bye. Bye. Bumper boat nerds. Bumper boat nerds. Love it.